Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day, home Bible study 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. After a little bit of not being able to connect yesterday, we got connected today. Well, hope, hopefully 
We are connected in all of our platforms, whether it is uh, our website or whether it is our Facebook page. And I'd like to just let everybody know that if something happens that you cannot find us on the uh, Facebook pages that we have, then just simply go to our website and click on the live webcast link and see if that will bring it up. Because yesterday, after doing some troubleshooting and things, uh, we found out that we could actually broadcast uh, on the website, but we couldn't broadcast anywhere else. So uh, always check the website out first. I don't know. People's kind of... uh, uh, funny about uh, just saying, well, Facebook's easier. I'm on Facebook already and all of that. But uh, if you really want to get the good, steady, uh, clear stream, then uh, always look in our website because uh, that's where uh, most of that happens at. Well, we're glad that you've joined us today after taking a day off. We're going to try to get back on schedule and have our episode number 190 today. And, of course, uh, we also are going to have the Commonwealth Minute coming up uh, 60 seconds from the pastors also in the schedule. And also we got our scripture reading, and we will have our CAC trivia question of the day. So all of that is coming up, and we hope you will stick around and be a part of it, especially at the bottom of the hour as we have our teaching session. We're in Revelation chapter 13. We want you to stick around for that. And let's see what else we got going on here. Well, let's just take a look at the weather. And you can see that it's currently uh, about 38 degrees, but it's going to be a high of 47 today. And looks like we're going to have a coating to an inch of snow starting about 8 p.m. tonight into Wednesday evening. So a coating to an inch, which means we'll probably get some flurries. And then on Wednesday, a coating to an inch from 8 p.m. to Wednesday. That's 8 p.m. Tuesday to 5 p.m. Wednesday. So keep that in mind. And uh, just a little bit of skiff of snow, but uh, it'll be cold enough for the roads to freeze. So keep that in mind. Then we have a rebound. Look at Thursday, 51, Friday, 58, and Saturday, 65 degrees. There you go. So, yeah, we're going to have some uh, some crazy weather as, uh, as the day's just going to be like a roller coaster, up and down. And also, here is our, uh, our current radar condition. And you can see that right here in our little portion of East Kentucky, we have some clouds passing through, occasional precipit, and it's uh, 38 degrees, so it's on that borderline of being either rain or just flurries. It's nothing heavy, and, uh, of course, uh, we've got that chance uh, because of this right here coming to our uh, east, and so as it makes its way across toward us, then we can find that we'll have a little bit of a uh, little bit of precipit and they say a dusting to an inch of snow. Well, that looks like the way it's going to be throughout the month of December, just a dusting here and there and a, maybe an inch of snow here and there, but uh, 
we usually get some snows in January and February that are accumulating. So we'll just have to see how that pans out. Well, we do want to make mention of all of our announcements because uh, it's important to always let people know what's going on at CAC. And of course, uh, we have our upcoming events. Uh, Christmas program is upcoming this Sunday. That's right. It is this Sunday that the Christmas program is uh, going to be at 6 p.m. So keep that in mind. And then our New Year's Eve celebration is December 31st, and that'll be from 9 p.m. to after midnight. Also, this is our 10th anniversary service of CAC Daily ICAST. So, yeah, it's the CAC Daily ICAST 10th anniversary today, December the 5th. We started back in 2013, and uh, we uh, started, and we'll talk a little bit about that because we want you to uh, know what was going on uh, and uh, and why we got started, what's happened, some of the things since we got started, and what our future holds. So uh, our vision for the future, that is. Also, we want to remember some prayer requests, and we want you to help us pray for these. And uh, we want to remember, and this will be, let me update this right quick, because that is kind of our uh, old list, and we always have people added at different times. So we want to make sure that we're getting all of the people in that need prayer. So I am going to update this list right here, right now. And hopefully we'll have everybody on there. So, uh, we want to remember, um, Charlotte Van Zettel. We want to remember Shane Hurley, my brother, my oldest brother, James W. McKinney, Jr., Let's also remember Shannon Pruitt, Scotty Belcher, Levi McCoy, and Barbara Dove. Let's remember all of them in prayer and ask the Lord to move in a mighty miraculous way for each and every one of them. If you have a prayer request, well, there's several ways you can get that to us. You can call in at 606, and that would be, let me get the number up here for you so that you can call in 606-282-4108 or you can email that to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org let's go to the lord in prayer as we open up today's broadcast lord we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name i pray lord that you would move in a mighty way that each and every one would receive a touch that is on our prayer list and all of those who are watching live today or who will watch by way of on, on demand at a later time. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one that needs strength, needs direction, or needs provision. And Lord, I pray that you would bless the broadcast today, that we would be in your will, do what you've asked us to do. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us to overcome all obstacles let your angels encamp round, round about us. Protect us, Lord, from the pandemics, the plagues, the pestilence, and all of the evil of the day. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, <clears throat> yesterday uh, we got ready to broadcast, and we could not connect 
uh, to our Facebook pages. And I'm thinking that right now that we are connected uh, to our Facebook pages. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we are there. <laughs> so uh, hopefully we're there. And uh, we found a workaround. And uh, so I haven't looked at the Facebook pages. I'll look at that as we, uh, as we go through the broadcast. And I'll check and make sure that, uh, that we are actually uh, getting some of those um, uh, Facebook pages with the live broadcast going. So with all, all of that said, also we'd like to make mention uh, that our youth will be going to Archer Park. And that is going to be, uh, let me see what day that's going to be. That's going to be December the 21st. So keep that in mind. And that'll be from 6 to 8 p.m. And waivers are in the back. So you do have to, no, I'm sorry. That's December the 15th, Friday, December the 15th to go to Archer Park, the Christmas party is at the community center, December 21st, 6 to 8 p.m., and waivers are in the back. And also, if your child is under 18, they have to fill out a waiver for the community center, and they also have to fill out a waiver for uh, the uh, van. So uh, make sure that if any kids under 18 are riding the van, that they do have all of their paperwork in order we used to have a saying when we go on trips, if you don't have your paperwork, you can't go on the trip. You don't get on the van. So keep that in mind because that's some great stuff coming up for our kids. Uh, the Christmas program being this Sunday at 6 p.m. Going to be a long day for me and my wife because we get up and we have services at CAC. Then we have services at Pifo Apostolic Church. And then we'll be coming right back and just having time to turn around to be at CAC Christmas program. So pray for us this Sunday. All right. Well, what do you say? Let's just jump right in and get right into our program today with our Bible reading. Uh, we average somewhere around 200 episodes per year. <clears throat> and with that, uh, that means that today being our 10th anniversary... We will have over 2,100 episodes by the end of this month. So, yeah, this is episode number 190, and this is day number 339 of 365. This year is about gone. But uh, we'll talk a little bit more about our, um, our anniversary and how we got started coming up right after the Bible reading. Second Kings. Chapter 16. In the seventeenth year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, Ahaz, the son of Jotham, king of Judah, began to reign. Twenty years old was Ahaz when he began to reign, and reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem, and did not that which was right in the sight of the Lord his God, like David his father. But he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, yea, and made his son to pass through the fire, according to the abominations of the heathen, whom the Lord cast out from before the children of Israel. And he sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places, and on the hills, and under every green tree. Then Rezan, king of Syria, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to war. 
and they besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. At that time, Rezan king of Syria recovered Elith to Syria, and drave the Jews from Elith. And the Syrians came to Elith and dwelt there unto this day. So Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, saying, I am thy servant and thy son. Come up and save me out of the hand of the king of Syria, and out of the hand of the king of Israel, which rise up against me. And Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord, and in the treasures of the king's house, and sent it for a present to the king of Assyria. And the king of Assyria hearkened unto him, for the king of Assyria went up against Damascus, and took it, and carried the people of it captive to Ker, and slew reason. And king Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, and saw an altar that was at Damascus. And king Ahaz sent to Urijah the priest the fashion of the altar and the pattern of it, according to all the workmanship thereof. And Urijah the priest built an altar according to all that king Ahaz had sent from Damascus. So Urijah the priest made it against king Ahaz came from Damascus. And when the king was come from Damascus, the king saw the altar, and the king approached to the altar and offered thereon. And he burnt his burnt offering and his meat offering, and poured his drink offering, and sprinkled the blood of his peace offerings upon the altar. And he brought also the brazen altar which was before the Lord, from the forefront of the house, from between the altar and the house of the Lord, and put it on the north side of the altar. And king Ahaz commanded Urijah the priest, saying, Upon the great altar burn the morning burnt offering and the evening meat offering, and the king's burnt sacrifice and his meat offering with the burnt offering of all the people of the land, and their meat offering and their drink offerings, and sprinkle upon it all the blood of the burnt offering and all the blood of the sacrifice, and the brazen altar shall be for me to inquire by. Thus did Urijah the priest, according to all that king Ahaz commanded. And king Ahaz cut off the borders of the bases, and removed the labor from off them, and took down the sea from off the brazen oxen that were under it, and put it upon a pavement of stones. And the covert for the Sabbath that they had built in the house, and the king's entry without, turned he from the house of the Lord for the king of Assyria. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz which he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Ahaz slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. And Hezekiah his son reigned in his stead. Well, it is about 40 degrees outside. And looks like it's going to be a high just somewhere in the neighborhood of about 47. Tonight, going to be around 8 o'clock when a coating to an inch of snow through the night into tomorrow evening. So keep that in mind. And if you're out on the roads, make sure you're driving safely because if it's cold enough to snow, well, it's cold enough to slip and slide. Well, today is the anniversary of CAC Daily iCast, and we're celebrating 10 years. And uh, 
You know, it was back in 2013 that uh, we were uh, uh, just looking at the workforce at that time. Uh, it was a time when most men's working schedule had them working so late or a shift that would not allow them uh, to be in church. And some people who uh, worked, whether they was men or women, could not be to Wednesday night service. So I got to thinking, uh, instead of just doing one broadcast on Wednesday, uh, because, uh, you know, sometimes people sleep in until work time and things like that, I thought, well, maybe we can do a little bit of church every day, and that way people could... Uh, you know, get a little bit of church. If they don't get to come to Wednesday night service, they get a little bit of church Monday through Friday. And we started out going from 10 uh, a.m. until 12 p.m. So we used to do a 10-hour uh, program, but uh, then our schedule just got so full that we couldn't do the full two hours, so we cut it down to an hour. And so now we're from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And uh, so we started, and that's the reason we started this broadcast back in 2013. Uh, we had been broadcasting uh, the services from the church for quite a while prior to that. We was doing that before COVID and before anybody thought it was real cool to do that. So we was broadcasting uh, before uh, you know, all of the pandemics and things like that, when everybody started broadcasting online, we were already set up to do that. So we didn't miss a beat uh, with our online broadcast. But um, when we started in 2013, uh, we just got to praying about it and thinking about it and asking the Lord to give us wisdom. And so we started these broadcasts from uh, 10 a.m., as we said, to 12 p.m., then we cut it down to 11 a.m. We do this five days a week. We average 200 episodes a year. By the end of this month, we will have over 2,100 episodes. Ooh. So, yeah. And uh, we've progressed a little bit. We've uh, We've actually fine-tuned the broadcast, even when you see uh, you know, little glitches and things that happen now. Uh, you should have been in the early days. And uh, I'd like to hear from everybody, uh, like what uh, what year did you start listening and watching the broadcast? Was it in 2013 or uh, was it uh, last year? Uh, just put it in the chat room, the comment section. You can also leave that on our prayer line and just say, you know, uh, we've been watching since uh, such and such year and uh that would be interesting to know of uh how many of our viewers have been watching uh from the very beginning uh even till now we have had so many great things happen uh since we started the broadcast and that lets us know that this is uh God's will for us to do this uh one of the things was there was a lady in England uh yeah the country England and uh, she um, was watching the broadcast and uh, wanted to get baptized. We were talking about baptism and how that Jesus 
was teaching you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. So she wanted to get baptized. So I began a mass uh, uh, connection, if you will, trying to find everything from uh, local churches who may know missionaries. I contacted missionaries that uh, we could get a hold of, and uh, we just kind of uh, kept doing that and doing that. It took us a few days, and I told her, you know, I said, uh, you know, let's uh, try uh, a few days here, and uh, and we will try our best uh, to uh, to get those, uh, uh, you know, uh, things uh, so that you can get baptized. And, of course, um, as we was doing that, uh, she kept watching the, the broadcast and uh, kept checking in and talking to us and all these things. So uh, we just kept right on, uh, you know, uh, uh, trying to find somebody in England uh, that could baptize them, uh, baptize her. And, of course, uh, one of the things that was interesting through all of this was that uh, when, uh, when uh, we did find somebody, we had to convince them that this was a real deal, that this was not uh, just a made-up deal. And, uh, you know, sometimes people think, well, you know, uh, somebody from the States is telling me that they want to uh, – want me to go and check somebody out in this part of town and uh, all of that. And, you know, uh, it was uh, it was interesting to watch it all unfold of how that we uh, finally convinced that, uh, yes, this is a real deal, and, yes, this is something that, uh, that uh, we would like to see happen because this person connected with us on uh, our webcast. And uh, so we did. We uh, we contacted and got a person uh, who lived within I don't know maybe thirty minutes to an hour uh, from this lady. And so they met with her. They contacted her, met with her, him and his wife, and they had Bible study with her and began to just talk to her about the Lord. And then uh, she got baptized. And uh, with that, uh, I told them, I, I need some pictures. I, I need to know uh, when you baptize her, I want some pictures showing the baptism because I want to show the church, uh, you know, ministry reaches out beyond the four walls of the church. So uh, we had a missionary from England, and he contacted uh, the person, they went and baptized her in the wonderful name of Jesus. And so we are just happy about that. And uh, that's one of the just great stories that we have that has happened uh, to, um, to the people that actually uh, watched this broadcast. Another uh, great thing that we had uh, was when a person had backslid uh, for years. And um, so uh, they started watching this broadcast. I knew this person personally, and they started watching the Daily iCast. And then the next thing I know, he, uh, he uh, texted me and told me, said, I, I give my life back to the Lord, and I have started 
going back to church, and uh, it's all because of the broadcast. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm trying to find, and I just found uh, one of those baptism pictures of uh, Sister Lucy was uh, the lady from from uh, England that got baptized, and I'm going to see if I can't uh, kind of airdrop this over and get that picture up for you. But to finish the story about the man who had backslid and then all of a sudden uh, wanted to give his life back to the Lord and uh, and all of that, then we find that uh, that he... Uh, he was uh, one that, um, after he gave his life back to the Lord, started going back to church, uh, loved the Lord, served the Lord, kept watching the broadcast, and then something tragic happened. He got killed in a car accident. And uh, But, you know, I think back, what if we had not started the broadcast? What if the broadcast had not been uh, implemented? Um what what would have happened? Would he have found another outlet? Maybe. Would he have found somebody else to uh, talk to him and, and convince him he needs to give his life back to the Lord? Maybe. I'm not taking credit for, for anything. I'm just saying this broadcast, since it's been established, has been doing good. And I want to just show you a picture of, of the baptism of... Uh, of uh, <laughs> Uh, Sister Lucy, that's her on the right. And uh, yeah, all because of this broadcast, all because of this broadcast, Sister Lucy got baptized. She had heart trouble. She had some other health issues, but she got to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? So uh, yeah. Because of your faithfulness and because of your participation, that keeps me going on and keeps me, uh, you know, making sure that uh, that uh, I, I bring the broadcast. Uh, because as long as we have an audience and as long as I'm able, I'm going to try to bring the broadcast to you. So that's some of the great things that has happened since we have been a church uh, or been a broadcast, I should say, and that started in 2013. So, yeah, we just give the Lord all the praise and all the glory, and now it is time for us to take our break because you know what? We got to take our 30-second break so that we can clear up the lag, and it's time for our teaching session. So don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day, Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. 
You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. We certainly appreciate you joining us today as we study the Word of the Lord. We are studying in the book of Revelation, and we hope that you will study along with us as we begin to uh, take the Word of the Lord and and do our best to collect uh, all of the information Uh, get some inspiration from the Lord, revelation from the Lord, and put it all together so we have a greater knowledge of the Word. We are in uh, chapter 13 of Revelation, so we want you to uh, be a part of, of the study today. Also, we would like to make mention, if you are not getting our notices, yesterday we did not have a broadcast due to some technical difficulty, but if you are not getting our uh, our notices uh, and and know when the broadcast is going to be on when it's uh, technical difficulty something happens we can't get on the air then get your phone out right now very simple very easy and just simply text text what you see on the screen right there at CAC daily text just like you see it at CAC daily to the number. 81010. And when we have a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulty, something happens, we can't get on the air, we'll send you a text, let you know what's going on. That's at CAC Daily to the number 81010. Well, let's just jump right into the study today, and we want to pick up where we left off. And of course, uh, let's see what's happened to my, there it is. I started to say we got a blank screen But uh, let's start in, and I want to start in verse number um, nine. I just want to just kind of reiterate a little thing, a few things. Uh, It begins to say, if any man have an ear, let him hear. We need to hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience of and faith of the saints. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. Verse 12, And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to what? 
worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. Now, I want to just kind of uh, stop right there just for a moment because um, there's a lot of uh, information there, and I want to recap some of the things we've studied up to this point, and then we want to get into what the scriptures we've read today are talking about and how they're related. So uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer once again as we ask the Lord to bless us as we study his word. And this is going to be episode uh, number 1124 of our study through the word. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together today to study your word. I pray that you would bless us, that we will take the word that we have read, we will rightly divide it, expound it fully, and that uh, we will not misrepresent or misquote or, or do anything to take away from your word, that we will be able to explain it line upon line and precept upon precept. Lord, we love you. We ask that you would bless all viewers today. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. Well, I want to just kind of recap a little bit about what brought us up to this point. Um, of course, we're talking about um, this, um, um, I guess we could just go all the way back to verse 1 and just talk about this beast that rises up out of the sea. Uh, it's going to be empowered or influenced by Satan. It will be worshipped by the world. Uh, he begins as a peacemaker that, you know, I'm going to bring peace. And then all of a sudden he emerges as the ultimate military power and has a government that is uh, a composite of past military kingdoms. The old Roman Empire is going to be Revived. Now, this, uh, this um, beast has seven heads. And, uh, of course, this refers to, and most scholars agree, the seven mountains of Rome. The seven mountains of Rome. And you can do a little more reading in Revelation 17 and 9 and verse number 18. Now, this uh, beast with seven heads has ten horns, and these are ten kingdoms. Again, Daniel and Revelation go hand in hand. So when you study Revelation, get Daniel, get the book of Daniel out and put them side by side and start studying. Once you get past, you know, Daniel in the lion's den and, and uh, three Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace, then you start seeing some of Daniel's writings of the future, what is to come. And that's what you need to compare side by side with the book of Revelation. And then we see that um, the, the old uh, Roman Empire is revived. And uh, we look at this, and, and it's a logical conclusion. It's going to be a religious world. And this is why we have to be careful as the people of God. Uh, when the world starts getting religious, beware. When governments start getting religious, beware. You say, oh, no, it's good that our, our governments are, are uh, believing in God and talking about God. Uh, you know, how recent of a memory do you have that when any president or leader starts talking about God, 
all the Christians just start getting mesmerized. Oh, he he's talking about God. He loves God. He mentions God. Well, that is great. But beware that you don't worship the man. Keep worshiping God. Because after all, this is what happens so many times. Uh, people get uh, into the category where they follow man and they worship man rather than worshiping God. So this uh, this beast, if you will, will blaspheme God. And blasphemy is defined uh, by calling human things divine and divine things human and calling good things evil and evil things good. So if you hear anybody say, say anything about uh, the things of God being evil or that's, that's uh, you know, uh, something evil. Uh, I've heard people say that about the Holy Ghost, receiving the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues. And you know, when they do that, they blaspheme the Holy Ghost. And that's the one sin that nobody can be forgiven of. So don't speak evil of the things of God and don't speak evil of the people of God. Know what your role is in life. That is to be a worshiper, praiser, follower of God and to try to help others see their need of a Savior. Remember when the church was birthed in the upper room and they all got filled with the Holy Ghost, when they came out of that upper room, they were going out into different areas trying to convince people they needed to be servants of Jesus. That was their soul. It wasn't so much to build churches. It wasn't so much to have programs. It wasn't so much. I mean, if, if we looked at our, what we call church today and what was church in the early church, we would see two total different concepts. It seems today that the church is all about a name for a minister, a name for preachers. It's to build up their following. But in the early church, it was to build up the following of Jesus. You know, Paul never had a fine cathedral that he uh, preached in or pastored over. Uh, a lot of times, the most influential part of his writings was when he was in prison. So, so Paul had that John when he was banished to the Isle of Patmos. He had great things that he was, um, you know, revealing to us. Um, so to look at churches today and how we have church and to look at the early church, we would see two total different things. And my wife uh, read across something and uh, passed it on to me the other day, and, and it just simply said this. If Paul were alive today, we would be receiving a letter, which anybody that studies Paul and his writings, his letters to the churches was to tell them how to straighten up and, like my dad used to say, this is just me, straighten up and fly right, you know, straighten up and do right, live right. And so uh, if Paul was in the world today, we would get a letter. So, what does that say about what we're studying today? Um, a lot of the um, uh, church world, uh, you know, is more about 
themselves or their leader than they are about Jesus. If you attend a church and they're more about, oh, we got to do this for pastor so-and-so and we got to lift him up and we're going to build this in his name and we're going to do this in his name, uh, kind of beware about that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having a like a, uh, you know, uh, maybe a, a, I don't know, a dining area or a building named after somebody that there's nothing wrong with that uh, per se. But if that's all that's on the mind of the church you attend is how can we get bigger? How can we, uh, you know, uh, display our name, uh, bigger and do, uh, things that attract people to us. Um, beware if they're not mentioning their goal is to win people to Jesus. If they talk more about themselves than they do Jesus, beware of that church. So the government in the last days is going to start being religious. Now, you might say, no, Pastor, you're wrong. Uh, The government's never going to be religious. Jesus' day, the government was religious. In the words that we're talking about, uh, the Roman Empire being uh, revived, uh, uh, you know, the the beast rising up, the Antichrist is going to set himself up. There's going to be a one-world government, one-world currency or economy, ever how that uh, it's going to be ruled by the mark of the beast on your right hand or in your forehead. But it's also going to first start out religious. So beware. Keep your focus on Jesus. Keep your your, uh, nose in the Bible, and therefore you will not be deceived. So thinking about this, uh, we see that um, uh, this beast is going to blaspheme God, blaspheming again, is calling human things divine and divine things human, uh, good things evil and evil things good. He persecutes those uh, with faith in God. He makes and then breaks a seven-year covenant with the Jews involving temple and uh, the temple and peace. First three and a half years, oh, they think, oh, this is the Messiah. I mean, uh, this person sitting on the throne and 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 telling us to do this and bringing back uh, our sacrifices and our temple worship and all of this and then right in the middle of the seven years he breaks that covenant and reveals himself the evil person he is now um, he will control the world's economy without um, the mark of the beast you can't buy or sell so he's going to control the world economy. He's going to set himself up as God. He has a deadly wound that is healed. Now, uh, most people agree this is probably uh, symbolic. Uh, it could be literal. It could be symbolic. But a lot of scholars say it's symbolic of, of some of his power and authority gets crushed, but then it revives but it could also be the person, you know, the Antichrist, uh, 
getting a deadly wound and then rising back up. How, how you know, mesmerizing would that be to the world? Then the last of the false messiahs in history who manifest the Antichrist spirit. This is what is uh, the beast and the Antichrist. And, uh, and then we see that he is defeated at Armageddon. So read the whole book of Revelation. You see that Jesus wins, we win, and the devil is defeated. So now we find ourselves in uh, chapter 13, and we begin with uh, number, well, let's just go with uh, back up to verse 10. Verse 10 begins to say this. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of the saints. Now, um, though there is a vicious attack on uh, the followers and saints of God, Saints must keep steadfast faith in the Lord through it all. You know, even today, we can talk about today how how that uh, people say, well, it's hard to go to church. It's hard to serve the Lord. It's hard to live according to the word. It's not hard if you want to forsake the world. It's not hard if you want to turn your back on uh, that system, that influence. It's not hard. But if we're not careful, what happens is uh, our faith starts to dwindle. It starts to fade away because we get our eyes on other things. And next thing you know, uh, the attack and and you know, uh, saints of God just begin to lose faith, lose faith. And uh, so um, we got to understand that when uh, he, he who leads captivity captive shall go in, uh, he who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. This means that the functions of the beast are not without guilt. Though these things are prophesied and part of God's predetermined plan, it does not lessen in the slightest way man's personal responsibility. I want to I stress that. Man's personal responsibility. It's each individual. It's not my responsibility to make sure that you're living right every day. It's my responsibility to tell you how to live right. And it's my responsibility to make sure I'm doing right. Each individual, you, me, all that are watching, all, all in the world, we have to understand, we have to take personal responsibility for our future. Now, I'd like to say that because I want you to know that um, if, you, if you read this, that uh, if the work of the beast uh, if you work for the beast and the influences 
of the beast, and a lot of people do. They're not demon-possessed. They're just influenced, and they will be influenced by the beast. Then we find that they will lead others into captivity. You see, when deceived people convinced, convince good people to follow them, they lead people into captivity. This is going to be the ultimate goal of the beast is to influence others to follow him, worship him, obey him. And by doing that, he's leading into captivity. And those that are in captivity are going to lead others. People influence people. That's why we have to make sure that we're influencing people with the Word of God. We're trying to show them the Spirit of the Lord. We're not just Christians on Sundays. We're Christians seven days a week, 365 in that one-fourth day of the year. We have got to show the world and be influential in their lives to serve Jesus. Because the beast is going to influence people to follow him, who they, in turn, will influence others to follow the beast. So here we see that, you know, uh, led into captivity, and uh, he who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. And not only is the beast going to be thrown into captivity and destruction and torment, but all those that follow him. So with that said, I want to close because we want to pick up in verse number 11 because now uh, in verse number 11, we see a description of a beast rising up from the earth. Remember the, the first one we saw rising up from the sea. Now this is rising up from the earth. So we want to stop and and not get into that today as we close. But I I just want us to think about um, all the things that is written in the book of Revelation coming upon this earth. Don't you want to serve Jesus now? If your faith is, is, is kind of dwindling, if your faith is something that... Uh, that is uh, uh, growing cold. If your faith is something that you find is not as strong as it used to be, I just pray that right now that you will go to the Lord and ask the Lord to increase your faith, help you to stay strong, focused, so you won't be misled or led into captivity. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the word. We pray that we have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully. If there's anything that we have said or done that is not of your word and misrepresented it, forgive us, Lord, and help us to make it right. But Lord, I see how that we have to stay focused on you. We have to be led of your spirit so we won't be led into captivity. And Lord, I pray that you would help somebody today whose faith is dwindling, who seems to be losing faith and growing cold, help them to be rekindled so they can stay focused on you. Thank you for showing us, Lord, in Revelation things to come 
but most of all, who you are. For it's in Jesus' mighty name we give you praise. Amen. Well, we certainly hope that you have enjoyed the broadcast today. We do have our trivia question up and running that we would like to uh, kind of get you uh, involved in. Who wrote Charity Suffereth Long and is Kind, Charity Envieth Not? And uh, so uh, you, can, uh, you can look at that. And, of course, uh, the previous question, since we didn't have a broadcast yesterday, this is the uh, this is the uh, uh, the uh, trivia question of the day, and so uh, who who wrote that? Uh, who wrote "Charity suffereth long and is kind, envy, uh, charity envieth not"? And then we find that, as recorded in the Gospel of Mark, this would have been the answer to Friday's trivia question. Uh, as recorded in the Gospel of Mark, what is the name of the man whose daughter? Jesus raised from the dead. And that is found in Mark chapter 5, verse 22 through 24 and 35 through 43. And out of those that participated, well, let's just see. It looks like that 100% of you got it correct. So yeah, the answer is Jairus. Yeah. Jairus's daughter. And, uh, was raised from the dead, and uh, that was the correct answer. So 100% of you got it correct, and you can get today's correct, and that is simply, who wrote Charity Suffereth Long and is Kind Charity Envieth Not? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily, click on the link, it'll take you where you need to go. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Tell your family, tell your friends to join us Monday through Friday. We're going to be talking all week long because today is the 10th anniversary of CAC Daily ICAST. So we're going to be talking the rest of the week about some of the great things that has happened and what our vision for the future is for CAC Daily ICAST. Well, we're going to get out here and get some stuff done. And, uh, of course... Perry Mason just cut the music off. <laughs> but we're going to get out here and get some stuff done. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day because we are out of here. Welcome to a little... On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.